Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the NSAA High School Baseball Championships from Werner Park in Omaha on Friday, May 17th. Catch the Class C game at noon Central, Class B game at 3.30 p.m. Central, and Class A at 7 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Wrapping up hour number one here on Hurt at Sports Radio on a Monday morning here on AM 590 ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities. We are live from the H&H Chevrolet stage at Hurt at Sports Bar and Grill. We are also live on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Make sure you check out the comment section over there. We've got some... People, uh, got some people chiming in on the offense. A lot of people chiming in. TK chimes in regarding the offensive uh, kind of prowess of of Dana Holgerson, who we were talking about in the last segment. He says, all those numbers are great and all, but we need our offense, in my opinion, to look like Michigan run first, pass second. All the passes are highly efficient plays. Uh, I don't disagree. I also think that having an offense where you – run dramatically more than you pass is a waste of having a five-star quarterback. I'm not saying it has to be an air raid system, and I don't think Coach Rule would want to do that. Um, But if you go back and look, especially at some of his West Virginia teams, Holgerson was very good at playing to the strengths of his teams. Mm -hmm. There were some years where the rushing offense, I think he, I think, I can't remember which year it was, but there was one year where I believe he really leaned into the rushing offense because that's where the talent of his team led him. Um, I don't think it is a Mark Whipple situation where he has no interest in running running the football whatsoever. I also don't think Coach Rule would bring someone in like that. That doesn't seem to be his brand of physical football. And so I think what you want Dana Holgerson for is passing game concepts. You're talking about highly efficient passes. Nobody has more highly efficient passes than the air raid offense. That's what it's built on. That's what it does. Mm -hmm. Like That's the entire point of the air raid offense. So bringing in a guy with those principles, to me, makes a ton of sense. Now, I agree. I don't want to see a Texas Tech offense probably next year at Nebraska. I want to see more physicality. I want to see the running game leaned into a little bit more. I don't think throwing the ball 60, 70 times is a – Right, because that's how you control the game. Yes. By staying a little more 50-50. And everything that Coach Rule has talked about is – controlling the game, being physical, all of those things. So I don't think you need to worry about, oh, oh no, all of a sudden we're going to see, you know, a 
Texas Tech offense or a Houston offense or whatever. To me, this is more about passing game concepts. And the air raid passing game concepts are as good as, as anybody's. I think that's where you need to focus with this Dana Holgerson thing. Yeah, well, I don't want to say that Dylan Rayola would be a waste of a five-star if they did run the ball more than they threw. Because if you look at J.J. McCarthy, like I know he was a four-star coming out of high school, but you can pretty much Highly consider, related guy. You could consider him a five-star at this point. Yeah. Because if he entered the transfer portal, he would be a five-star. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, But no one would call him a waste at, at Michigan no. for how they've used him. I mean, shoot, he was almost the Heisman Trophy winner this year. So like, I don't think that's as big of a worry. I, I know where you're going with with the concept portion of it because I think that's really important. Um, but in terms of what Dana Holgerson can really bring, uh, I, I think it's just more development at that quarterback position mm-hmm. because he, he, he knows how to do that and he knows how to make those quarterbacks successful because even at, even at those previous stops, mm-hmm. right, we'll, we'll dismiss um, some, some of those Houston examples because Case Keenum threw the ball an absolute boatload, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> like a crazy amount. He yep. wouldn't be the total passing yards leader if he didn't. Uh, but to have numbers, kind of like what you saw, like I, Will Greer's numbers, his senior season, were similar to what Bo Nix did this year. If you got that out of Dylan Rayola, you'd be happy. And I think Oregon did a nice job of mixing in Bucky Irving, whether that was in the screen game or running the football as well. Now, I don't know the actual percentage of how often they threw versus how, they, how often they ran. Mm-hmm. I would guess that they threw significantly more than you've seen Michigan throw the football this year. But still, if you could get that out of your quarterback, I think you'd be very, very happy. Yeah, obviously, like, Bo Nix is a great example. Like, Bo Nix and the, and the Oregon offense is a great example of what I think it should look like at Nebraska with, uh, with a Dylan Rayola. You're passing the ball enough to make sure you're taking advantage of one of the best players on your team and getting the most production out of him, but you're not relying solely on the pass and totally neglecting the run game. And what do we say all year? that Oregon team is one of the most physical teams in the country. That's a really good blueprint Mm -hmm. for what Nebraska wants to be. Coach Rule has used, you brought up J.J. McCarthy, he's used Michigan as a blueprint of what they want to be, a super physical team that also has the potential for a dynamic offense. You mentioned Will Greer. He threw it about 36 times a game his senior year, had 3,800 yards, completed 67% of his passes, 37 touchdowns, 8 interceptions. You take that all day long, right? Those are great numbers. It's not throwing an overly huge amount. Because if you're throwing 36 times, let's say you run 65, 66 plays a game, you're basically talking about 35 passes, 30 runs. You can live with that, right? Amen. You get uh, 70 plays, maybe you get a little bit more uh, offensive, uh, offensive plays out of there. Talking maybe 35, 35, 36, 34. You could be pretty close to 50-50 and still get a ton of running in there and uh, – take advantage of the talent of Dylan Riola. So I agree. I don't think you want to see a traditional air raid in terms of the actual numbers of passes that you see out of some of those offenses. But again, the passing concepts and some of the ways we've seen it play out. Bo Nix is a great example. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. Well, and I just looked up the numbers. Oregon's offense was uh, roughly 54-46 this year in terms of pass to rush. Yeah. It, 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 with total plays. They ran 951 plays this year. Mm-hmm. 437 of them were run plays. Yeah, out of how many games? 12? They played 12 games? Yeah. So well, you're talking... Uh, yeah, because they played in the Pac-12 championship. Right. So you're talking they ran the ball 34 times a game, 
if my math is anywhere close. You'll that, take those numbers. That's a good number. That's not a traditional area. Now you have to be successful, too, and Bucky Irving was highly successful Absolutely. running yeah. the football this year. And hopefully, year. you know, speaking of Oregon, hopefully Dante Dowdell is just as successful next year. Um, but that's something that I think you can look at in terms of potential for what the offense could look like, even if you do bring in somebody like Dana Holgerson, regardless of what that role for him is. Uh, wanted to catch you up on a couple things going on this morning. Uh, Ron Rivera from the Washington Commanders has already been fired. It appears that Bill Belichick is having a meeting this morning. We don't know quite yet if he's going to survive the morning. Question. Yes, sir. Was Ron Rivera first on your bingo card of coach to get fired? Well, so Arthur Smith actually got fired late last, like, I think technically into today. Okay. Okay, so East Coast time, I think it was two minutes past. So question yes. then since we'll count yesterday too, was Arthur Smith first on your bingo card to get fired? Pretty high, I think. Yeah. Was he was he number one though? I don't know that I had a that I let me let me look at let me look at my list here. All you have to do is go on the NFL standings and say this coach, that coach. <laughs> no, I know, but I, I did have because we, we talked last week of guys that I think could get fired. So right. I did, I did have a list together. I think Arthur Smith would have been pretty high up there. I think mm-hmm. he probably would have been my number one. I think Rivera actually would have been my number one. Which, because I, yeah. I thought he should have been fired midseason, but I get why Washington just held on to him because why make that change if you can just wait till the offseason? Because they probably have somebody else in mind that they want, and instead of going the interim route, they're yeah. just like, ah, what's the difference of Ron Rivera and, and where we're at as a team right now? Because they sold. They sold at the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. They gave they got rid of everybody. Yeah, they got right? rid of Sweat. They got yeah. rid of Defensively, they became yeah. nothing. Got rid of Abysmal. Them. Yeah. So – at that point, you're just like, ah, I kind of gave up, so I'll just keep Ron Rivera. It, it's whatever. Maybe it was a – Yeah, uh, I would have had Arthur Smith t- first. That maybe be- it was like a touching touch <laughs> to to um, to him and, and his problems um, off the field. And so they just wanted him to, to kind of like have a good memory to finish out on, <laughs> right? I maybe. Guess. I don't know. I'm just thinking they're looking out for the guy. But, yes, I thought uh, he should have been fired a long time ago. That would have been my – my number one. If I made a top three of who would get fired first, I would have put Ron Rivera and then Arthur Smith. I was shocked to see Smith go. Uh, well, I wasn't shocked to see him go, but before Ron Rivera. Yeah, I would have gone Smith because I, I felt like Atlanta maybe should have been better than Washington was. So I didn't think that Rivera may necessarily underperform to the degree – that Ron Rivera. They and need a quarterback. They do. I mean, both of them need quarterbacks. I don't know if Sam Howell is the answer. He looked like it for a little while. Yeah. He looked like it more than Desmond Howell. Or Desmond yeah, Howell. Desmond Ritter Desmond certainly Ritter. is not. Um, I, don't know, I don't know that Sam Howell is. I just. No. I don't think so. I just don't know either, though, if. Okay. Sam Howell has who? Terry McLaurin. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Logan Thomas is, is doctor injury. Yep. Jahan Dotson had like a really decent rookie season last year and then kind of just stalled do they still have Curtis Samuel they do still have Curtis Samuel he didn't have as big of a year as he had last season no he ended up I mean he did okay at 62 receptions and Sam had some good moments where he had some big games where he threw for close to 300 yards if not more yeah but how much time did he actually have to throw the football this year yeah I just I mean I'd like to know where he falls on the sack list. Sure. Versus how so got efficient sacks, he was. He got sacked 61 times, or 65 times, excuse me. Uh, that's a lot. It is a lot. 
He also threw 21 interceptions, which is But when you're sacked 61 times and you're forced to get rid of the ball early, sometimes you're either forcing it into a window or you, you get it, you know, tipped or blocked at the line or you're rushing your throw and then you make an errant throw because of it. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know. I, I, when I was watching him, I, I don't know if I think he's the guy. He put up good numbers for stretches. He threw for a lot of yards. I don't know if I, if I'm Washington, I don't know if I look at that guy and say, yep, that's my guy moving forward into, you know, whatever this rebuild ends up looking like. I know Desmond Ritter's not the guy if you're, if you're Atlanta. Uh, but, I, yeah, I, I thought Arthur Smith – I mean, listen, they both got fired for a reason. It was probably a coin flip which one deserved it more or deserved it first. Um, but Arthur Smith was – I mean, at least on the East Coast, was our winner at uh, back at 12.02 a.m. Eastern time when he got fired. So, uh, coming up next, we will talk to our guy Sam McEwen. Got a lot to catch up on with Nebraska football as well as – Uh, Nebraska basketball with a disappointing showing at Wisconsin over the weekend. We will get to all that and more coming up next on Herd Sports Radio.